Surprise, surprise, guess who's back? This is JJ, just letting you know what to expect on today's comeback episode. So it's just me today, kind of getting things back up and running. Uh, first, I'm going to kind of run through where we've been, where we're going, and the future. And then after that, I'm going to go back to our roots. We started when the bubble started around the play-in tournament and the playoffs. It's time for the NBA to hit that path again. So I'm going to run through everything crazy going on with seating right now and what's to come. So not going to be a super long episode and it's just me, but I just wanted to come back, say hello. Now, here is the bubble. Welcome into the bubble. This is your host, JJ. Now, you're probably wondering, where has the podcast been? Man, there's a, there's a lot of things that led to us taking this hiatus. It wasn't an intentional hiatus, but, you know, here we are. First things first, we, uh, we had do, been doing a lot of recording through this app that we use that publishes our podcast, and they have a what seemed like a very, very nice feature to record together no matter where you are. You hop on the app. You don't have to get all hooked up to Zoom and microphones and everything like that. You hook up, record over your phone. It was easy, convenient. We all live busy lives. It's uh, it's not always easy to, to find time to sit down and record because, you know, a regular recording session takes, you know, at least two hours. But generally discussion around it and kind of figuring out the path of the episode a little bit. It takes that or, or you know, three, four it's taken us in the past. So that app started to kind of fail us. Uh, we recorded a bunch of episodes you guys will never hear because we recorded. We'd go back and the audio was jumbled. We'd be talking over each other all of a sudden. Uh, it was kind of incomprehensible. So at that point, it kind of became really hard to easily, quickly jump on the podcast. We're hoping we're able to still do that, and it might be fixed with updates in the meantime. Um, So we might give that a shot from time to time, but there might be a few more solo pods coming in the near future because we're not so sure about that feature, and we don't want to waste our time recording something that you'll never get to hear. So for the moment, while life is still busy for everybody, not that it ever stops being, but it changes, you might get a lot of solo pods from one, one of us or the other, me, Dan, Tim, whoever. Um, Also, I'm having a baby any day now. And if I didn't introduce myself already, I'm pretty sure I did. I'm JJ. You all know who I am, right? Okay. Anyways, to continue, any day now. So that might change things for me. Uh, My wife's going to be home with the baby for a time. And, you know, I don't know my recording schedule during that period of time. On the other hand, Dan has a baby, you know, doing a great job, wonderful dad, cute little baby. Hi, Hazel. Hi, Dan. Hi, Brianna. Uh, 
So he, one of his jobs, he works for a school district. It's about to be summer break. He has told me he's going to have a lot more time for podcasting. We might get a bunch of summer pods going through the NBA playoffs as they as they kind of roll through here. So we're hoping for that. We're hoping to get some NFL offseason stuff, training camp stuff, while, while Dan has the time. Um, obviously, it's all up in the air. You never know. We could suddenly take another hiatus, but I don't plan on it. I want to try and get on here from time to time at least, hopefully at least once a week, if not more, because, you know, sports never stop. They're every day. We love to give our takes no matter how bad they are, which we know. We're on the opposite side of the spectrum from the truth from time to time. Not on purpose. We're just idiots. But that's why you love us, right? So, I know I just wanted to go through that. There's been a lot of things going on. Uh, Tim's getting married, you know, the third man of the group here. Um, We've all been busy. All been busy. And it's been hard with our convenient way to record taken away a little bit. It's been hard for us to get together to record. So, now that you know that... I'm going to run quickly. You know, you remember the old Bubble Bites episodes? Uh, that might be what some of these are like coming up. So so I'm going to run quickly here into what's been going on in the NBA. You know, we're, we're nearing the last few days of the season. Most teams have, you know, two at most three games left. So this season, the NBA added a play-in tournament. The seventh seed will play the eighth seed, and the ninth seed will play the, ninth seed will play the tenth seed in each conference. And, it, you know, they call it a tournament. It's not really a bracket. Well, it's kind of a bracket, I guess. The 7 and 8 seeds will play for the right of the 7th seed. And the ninth and 10th seed will play for the right to play the loser of the 7 and 8 game. So this is happening in both conferences. It's wild right now. It's up in the air, and it's affecting everything. It's mostly wild in the West. The East is getting pretty set. Um, one, I mean, one win from, uh, wow. You know, you think I come prepared to this. One win from whoever that 10 seed is, and uh, it's pretty much over. Let me take a look here. You know, you're getting a live insight to me forgetting things that I looked up right before this. One win from Washington, and Chicago is out. Or one loss from Chicago, and they're out. And, and then the Eastern Conference playoffs are pretty sad. But the West. The West is a uh, it's a tumultuous little guy right now. Uh, at the top, you got Utah as the one seed currently. Uh, Phoenix is still on their heels. Phoenix is a game back. Uh, so anything could happen there. Phoenix has a tiebreaker. Phoenix could hop into that one seed, assuming Utah loses one of their last couple games here. And Phoenix goes undefeated, obviously. Uh, the Clippers, my my boys, they're in third. They're three and a half games back from Utah, so they're not catching them, but they're only one and a half back from Phoenix. So they could end up in the two seed, but they're also only one game up on Denver, and Denver has a tiebreaker on the Clippers. Oh, and the Clippers do have the tiebreaker on Phoenix, too. So the top four seeds are kind of set who's going to be in them. They could just jumble quite a bit. You never know who's going to end up where. So that alone would make it very hard to kind of tank or win. Um, I mean, like, control your own destiny for who you're going to play in the first round. But then let's head into the bottom half of the top eight and then the nine and ten team for the play-in tournament. Right now at five, we got Portland. They're tied with Dallas because they have the head-to-head tiebreaker against Dallas. Uh, they're both 41 and 29. Nine games are from first, irrelevant. They're not going to catch Denver at the four. They're not going to catch the Clippers. They're, they're, they're 
solidly in that five to seven range. So they're both forty one and twenty nine. The Lakers, man, the Lakers. They're they're the thing that's been the surprise of this whole playing tournament situation. They uh they had injury to Anthony Davis. Uh, LeBron James goes down with an ankle injury. They've both been in and out of the lineup, even since they came back from injury. Um, and now, the Lakers don't control their own destiny. They need... So Dallas and Portland both hold tiebreakers over them. So they need one of the two to lose out in order to get out of the seventh seed and get out of that playing tournament. You know, I... This is, this is all conjecture. This is one of my potentially bad takes. Anthony Davis has been injury-prone his whole career. I'm not sure how much of it is him being fearful of a huge injury coming and how much of it has been that these injuries really have been catastrophic. You know, he, he comes back. At, I mean, he takes, you know, roughly two months off with this ankle, calf, Achilles injury. In my mind, I mean, there was people talking about him playing full-on at practice for weeks and weeks before he came back. I, I think the Lakers thought they could coast through, um, avoid this playing tournament. It didn't matter what seed they were, which it not doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, we saw the Cavs do it in the East for years with LeBron. It didn't matter how the regular season went. As long as they had LeBron coming into the playoffs, they were good to go. So, you know, I, I see where they're coming from a little bit, but I mean – They've fallen into the seventh seed, and you got to wonder if they bring Anthony Davis back earlier. Or, I mean, I don't, I wonder the seriousness of LeBron's injury. You know, I've been kind of feeling this way about a lot of stuff. I've, with the Clippers, I've been wondering the seriousness of Kawhi's injury that caused him to miss a few weeks recently. Um, any of the Nets guys' injuries, I wonder how serious those were. You know, if if it was the playoffs, would they be playing? I would say nearly 100% for all the guys mentioned. Um, so, I mean, you know, LeBron complains recently. I'm not a big LeBron hater these days. Um, I like the guy. I like what he stands for usually. Um, but, you know, he comes out and says that the guy who makes the play-in tournament, who came up with the idea for the play-in tournament, he should be fired. I, I mean, honestly, you guys wrote your own destiny for this one. Uh, you could have came back. You win one or two more games, you're you're fine. And now and now because you kept sitting out. I mean, they almost lost to Houston last night. They almost lost to the Knicks the night before. Both games, it was being said that LeBron was gonna play, and then he didn't. So I mean, if we were that worried about, I know they won both of those games, but they could really be looking. I mean, behind the eight ball here, they already are. They could be even worse. I mean. I'm just saying, this is one of this is why I like the playing tournament. It makes you take the regular season seriously, and the Lakers didn't. I'm not saying these guys didn't have injuries, but at the same time, these guys maybe could have played. You could have had minutes restrictions. There's things you can do outside of just fully sitting. Like I said, I feel the same about the Clippers. I think the Clippers are coming on really strong. I think Kawhi went out put a big load on George, who I believe does have a big injury, but has been playing through it. That bone edema he has. Um, let me look it up. I'm no doctor. I'm not going to try to explain it to you right here, but I mean, that's a serious injury, but he's been playing through it and has missed very few games since coming back from his first stretch being out. And uh, I think it's evident when he plays long stretches of a lot of minutes and a lot of games in a row on that, his shooting goes down because he loses his legs. 
And so Kawhi going out, putting more load on George, I think kind of, I think the Clippers could have been up, I mean, looking at the one seed potentially. But because of this, now they're not. Now they're in the situation where you might end up getting matched up with the Lakers in the first round. And you know what? Same to the Lakers. They might end up getting matched up with the Clippers in the first round. And no matter what, they're facing a top three seed in the West this year, which you don't want to be, you don't want to be facing. It's a strong conference. Now it's the NBA. Is it possible the Lakers just cruise through and, uh, you know, it's like the NBA is every year the best teams win. It's possible. But are the Lakers the best team? We don't know because we haven't seen them together for half the season. It's going to be crazy. Um, like I said, the Lakers need either Dallas or Portland to lose both of their games to move up. Portland can end up anywhere from 5-7. to seven. Dallas can end up kind of anywhere from 5-7, to seven, but likely due to tiebreakers, they'll end up... I don't know. The three-way tiebreakers tie get confusing. So, I mean, I guess theoretically they all can end up 5-7. to seven. The Lakers, very unlikely to get to 5. Portland and Dallas both had to lose their last two for them to get to 5. Um, and this this is assuming the Lakers win their last two, which I'd say is not a foregone conclusion. Um, Andre Drummond could lose them a game at any point. Talk about a, uh, a overblown buyout signing that maybe maybe went the other way for a team. So, I mean, things are going to be crazy here in the last couple of games. Let's just look at some schedules here. So, Portland has it the toughest by far. Portland has the Suns tonight. Tonight, we're recording on Thursday. They have tonight against the Suns, 9 Central on TNT. So, check that out. That should be, I mean, a huge game for seeding. The Suns can end up at 1. They can end up at 2. They can end up at 3. The Blazers can end up 5, 6, or 7. So, definitely check that out. And then uh, on Sunday, they have the Nuggets to be determined on the time because they're trying to move these games around to make everybody have to play at the end as opposed to, uh, you know, they see that the team they needed to lose won. So, you know, they go and they kind of coast the last game. Kind of pulling an NFL here trying to move the schedule around to uh, accommodate more exciting games at the very end of the season. Dallas has the Raptors, which, you know, the Raptors are good, but they've been they've been outwardly tanking here the last couple weeks. Uh, they played the Clippers the other night, and I think all five starters sat. So, I mean, I guess the Raptors have been competitive still, so you never know. But I, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect much. And then they have the T Wolves, and the T Wolves have been by far the worst team this season, outside of some surprising wins against some top teams. And then we take a look at the Lakers, and I would say, like I said, Portland continues to have the hardest route, the hardest road here. The Lakers have the Pacers, middling team, um, Oladipo. I mean, this guy's career has been derailed by injuries, you know, more than a lot of guys in recent memory. You know, he was looking like he was turning into a top 10 player star in this league and then goes down with that horrible injury a couple of years ago and now this. Really unfortunate. Um, so the Lakers have the Pacers and then they have the Pelicans who just fell out of – playing contention with a loss last night and now uh you know now you would assume they're looking to lose and drop as far as they can we'll see how far they can drop one way or the other i mean there's a chance they come out and play hard but zion's out um it's gonna be tough for them to beat the lakers if they have i mean if the lakers are at full strength but you know like i said who knows how seriously the lakers are going to take this maybe they're gonna go we got the seven seed locked up there's not much we can do we're gonna coast into the playoffs but Here's the thing we haven't talked about with all this. What if a team like the Lakers loses in the play-in tournament? Is that 
you know, to me, that's awesome. You know, it makes teams take it seriously and not just be like, you know, any of the eight seeds, we're the best team, whatever. The playing tournament makes it go. We have to take the regular season at least somewhat seriously, get into the top six, uh, which can be easier said than done. If, if you do what the Lakers did and didn't really play the second half of the entire season. So if the Lakers get knocked out, if they get beat by the Warriors or the Grizzlies came on strong here at the end, the Grizzlies are fighting the Warriors for the uh, for the eighth seed right now. I'd say the Warriors have a much better chance. Steph Curry has been crazy. The fact that a uh, potential eighth seed in the playoffs playing tournament team can have a guy who's probably going to be two or three in MVP vote voting shows how freaking crazy he's been. This is a... Uh, this is a Steph I don't think we've ever seen because he's he has the ball in his hands more than he ever has. Because um, there's no Clay, Draymond's not the same. There's no Kevin Durant. It's just him out there putting a team on his freaking back. They looked horrible to start the season, and then as Steph has just came on stronger and stronger, it's been wild to see. So the Lakers could lose to the Warriors. I think. I mean, Steph can put up 50, 60 any night, and then no matter who the Lakers would play. Are you confident that they're going to win one game? Anybody can win one game. I mean, if you go back to the Golden State uh, record-setting season where they won 73 games, if I'm not mistaken, one of those losses were to the uh, trust-to-process Sixers. So any team can win any given night. The Lakers, in my opinion, have put themselves in this situation. Um, It could happen to any team these days with how the regular season is taken so lightly, but it happened to the Lakers. Their supporting cast wasn't strong enough to keep them afloat like it has been for like the Nets and the Clippers, the Jazz, all these other teams who've dealt with injuries. The Suns really the only team at the top of the league who's avoided injuries. Um, so it's going to be a wild end of the season here. I'm super happy the playing tournament exists so we're not just snoozing through the last two weeks. So I cannot wait for the playing tournament next week. I cannot wait for my baby to come any day. I cannot wait to get it back on the pod with Dan or Tim or both or even just keep doing these solo pods. I love talking sports at you guys. Thank you for quarantining my takes in your ears as always. Subscribe, follow us wherever. You guys can figure it out. You're smart with the internet. You're listening to a podcast. I assume you know what you're doing. So this is JJ. I'll be back soon. Bye.